So, um, welcome to Soft Spot, Eddie and Kiara. Uh, today's episode will be about poly relationship. I have uh, my two guests that were gracious enough to provide us with some knowledge. So I just want you guys to introduce yourself, your names, and where you're from, how old you are. Okay. Um, my name is Eddie. And my name is Kiera. You didn't tell how old you were. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm 33. Are you going to tell your actual age? That's why I didn't do that. You sound like, you, like you're doing a, like a Tinder profile. Hi, my name is Kiera. I'm 33. I'm I like long walks on the beach. Exactly. Anyway, my name's Kiera. Um, I am 30. Um, I don't like long walks on the beach, but you know, we live in Douglasville, Georgia. That's the city right outside Atlanta. Okay, okay. I'm from Georgia as well. I'm in the Tucker area. Oh, okay. so how long have you guys been married? We've been married for eight years. We've been together for nine. Okay, and how did y'all meet? Um, I'll tell that story because he <laughs> likes to lie sometimes when he tells the story. So <laughs> we actually met in Utah. Um, he was in the military at the time. Um, my dad was in the military. That was the last place he was stationed. So there are black people in Utah. <laughs> so we actually he was actually talking to one of my sister's friends at the time. Um, and we ended up going to a house party. She didn't go and we ended up kicking it and vibing and really the rest is history. You made so uninteresting. Because you lied. Because you lied. That was the wackest version (laughs) I have ever heard. Okay, well you want to tell So the juicy version is so she want to try to be all modest and Mormon about it. How you gonna, gonna be real about it? Okay, shit, we only been on here for three minutes. We got time for me to tell this story. <laughs> so anyway, so yes, I was talking to, I was smashing her sister's friend. We wasn't dating. We wasn't going. We weren't doing none of that shit. We was having sex. That's all we was doing. The sister's friend ran her mouth and was telling Kiara and her sister how good the sex was. (laughs) And Kiara wanted to find out for herself. So we had mutual friends because I was, well, mutual whatever. I wouldn't call them friends, but whatever. Um, That we was hanging out with some guys that I was uh, stationed out there with. Uh, she knew them as well. One of the guys had a house party. The girl I was smashing was supposed to come. She ended up not coming. Kiara knew she wasn't coming, and she came, and we ended up uh, flirting all night because we had been flirting on Facebook, like blatantly flirting on Facebook. And um, so she was taking one of her friends home, and I was like, yo, let me ride with you. So I rode with her and we was talking or whatever. And then she came back, dropped me off so I can get back in my car. And um, later on at night, it was like, what, three in the morning? I don't know if it was that late. Uh, it, it was late. It was late. And um, 
I hit her up. And what did I tell you, baby? I don't know. It's your story. You ain't going to tell that part? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't going to tell that part. I'm going to leave that part out. Um. So anyway, so I asked her if she was hungry and if she wanted something to eat because I was going to go to McDonald's real quick. And she said, yeah, she wanted a snack wrap and some fries. And uh, so I went over there and I don't even think she ate the snack wrap. I don't think she ate. I don't think she ate anything that night. And it's history. Yeah, we've been together ever since. Well, I got some rings. That might be some shady shit, but I got some rings. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So when you're rel- well, before I get to that part, how do you category uh, categorize your relationship? Like, what's the title that you put on it? Because I heard of poly relationships but I didn't realize there were so many different categories so let me know what the category your relationship is we are polyamorous Um, meaning that we have the well our definition of being polyamorous is we have the freedom to make meaningful connections with others outside of us um, now you have other other people who are polyamorous who are in triads and things like that where they're all dating each other, um, and then you have other people that are just um, then you have what polygyny, mm-hmm. and that's when a man has multiple wow. wives, and then polygamy is when you just have multiple spouses, period, is either husbands or wives. Or husbands and wives. Uh, husbands and wives, or wives having many husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have polyandry, whereas a woman has many husbands. Now, mm-hmm. we're not looking to add nobody to the family as a husband or a wife. Okay. That's not what we're looking for. Um, and it's also not just about sex. Like, we do actually take our time to get to know Mm-hmm. And to establish, uh, I like to say, responsible connections. Um, mm-hmm. I know some people say that polyamorous is um, ethical non-monogamy. Basically, mm-hmm. means we ain't cheating. Everybody knows what's going on. Right. So total honesty. Yes. Okay. So when you guys first met... Where was there an automatic in, uh, interest in the poly life, or did one of you introduce the other to it? How did it start up? We didn't know what anything poly was outside of polygamy, mm-hmm. and we were very much monogamous in the beginning of our marriage. Right. Um, this whole thing kind of started with Kiera wanted to explore some different avenues sexually. And that that meant adding, well, she wanted to add another woman. She wanted to see me with another woman. Okay. And that's kind of how that started. And then we tried the whole swinging thing. And that wasn't for us because somebody was going to have to take an L. And neither one of us wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we did threesomes. And threesomes was okay. But we we found out that we have different tastes in women. So I understand. Okay. Uh, so that wasn't, that's not a go to all the time. So we had the conversation about possibly uh, dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had so many rules in the beginning mm-hmm. um, about what we could do, what we could not do, 
all of that shit. It was ridiculous how many rules we had in the beginning. Um, okay. And then I think we we agreed that we would be able to do overnights. Mm-hmm. And like, because I think I came to her and I was like, you know, if we're going to do this, if it's going to be okay for me to have sex with somebody else, I want to be able to get to know that person right. before we have sex. I want to know who it is that I'm going to be having sex with. And so that is what opened the door to being able to date and get to know people and all that other shit and not just sex. Right. Okay. Now, you know, with me, I'm in a monogamous relationship. So I I have an open mind to everything. To me, love is love. Whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy, that's fine. I don't disagree with anything. So we're always taught like dating with intention. So if you're not looking to add like another wife or anything like that, it, would it always just be a, a dating situation with that other person? Uh, essentially, yeah. I mean, you know, we've had the conversation and we've decided that, well, first of all, you know, we can't get married to anybody else that's legal. And that's not really something that we are looking to do. Um, mm-hmm. We're not really looking to have in-house, you know, live-in partners. And so the only thing that would really be available to us is to be, is to date. You know, they can be long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can be long-term without us living under the same roof. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's always going to be a, a dating situation. It doesn't mean that it can't resort in being in love with our other partners. Yeah. Um, and we just not moving nobody in the house. That's just not something that works for us. You know, like we know another couple um, where they do that, you know, it, it's a guy and his wife, they were married, they've been married for, I think, close to 20 years. Oh, wow. And I don't know when they, when they added their other partner. Um, but the two married couple, they have two older children. And then the guy and his girlfriend, they just had a baby a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's their thing. That's what they, what works for them. That's not something that really works for us. Okay, so y'all would never consider having children with the with the people that you're in relationships with. Right. Right. Okay. So what are some of the rules that you guys have in place now? Because I know you said in the beginning it was a lot, but what are some of the rules that you have now? Um, we don't really have a lot of rules. Um in the beginning, we definitely did a lot of the, the the rules that we had were based in insecurities. And so now it's basically like a uns- we have unspoken rules, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. we both know and understand what we've been through together, what we've been through individually. And we know that no- there's nobody else that's going to be able to, re- I- I- there's no one that's going to be able to do for me what Eddie does for me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is nine years in the making. You don't just Mm -hmm. meet someone and then six months later, they have nine year privileges. Right. Um, So for us, I I don't like to call them rules. They're more like, it's just basically, it boils down to being respectful of our marriage because that is priority. Yeah, that's really it. It's being respectful Mm -hmm. and, I mean, one of the things that we've been doing before we started this poly life was getting tested on the regular. 
So even when we were, you know, just starting out, just getting married, uh, after we had just got married, I was still getting tested on the regular because that's just a personal belief of mine. Had nothing mine to do as well. With, had nothing to do with who I was sleeping with, if I was married or not. You know, I was getting tested for my uh, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, especially when we became poly and we started uh and we agreed on having sex with other people. That was one of the things was get tested. Like you got to get tested. Your partner got to get tested and we need to know the results. Right. right. So when it comes to these other relationships and um, getting tested now, Kira, if you, it, let's say, so you date men and women or just men. Um, I've dated a female before. I have mm-hmm. an attraction to females, but as far as what I primarily date, it's mostly men. Okay. Okay. So are they allowed to have other relationships with other people? Like how how do you trust what they're doing as far as protecting each other? I mean, they're absolutely allowed to date other people. You know, it would be very selfish for me to to tell somebody no you can't date anybody but I have a whole husband you know what I mean like there's some people that are out here that are looking for their their you know their best friend like I have mine Mm -hmm. um so that's definitely not something that I've ever said to anybody um as far as being safe you know we have the conversations they know my expectations and I don't just sleep with just anybody if I you know if I I i my husband is a man. So I tell him things that are going on and, you know, he's, he's going to put me up on game. So right. if something doesn't sound right or doesn't feel right, either I'm going to already know for myself or he's going to tell me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel comfortable giving that person my body, then I'm not going to do it. Absolutely. Now, Eddie, have there ever been times, I know you guys have been doing the poly, but even up to this day are there times that you still might feel like that twinge of jealousy when Kira might bring up you know a conversation about her relationship oh hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah I was and how fine. do you deal with with those emotions um recently I've recently because it, it, it has happened recently actually earlier this year um I had a real bad case of insecurities and it it was driving me up the wall to be honest but um i am an advocate for therapy especially for black men um and i and i see a therapist and throughout what me and kiera was going through the beginning of this year and me you know i when i when i'm in a in a place that i was the beginning of this year I I take time to reflect and I do a lot of studying and, and talking and writing and all of that shit. So I spoke to a, another brother that's poly. He's been poly a lot longer than me. And um, he gave me some advice that I, that I took and I wrote it down and I really uh, focused on the, what was I worried about? What was I doubting? And what was I concerned for? 
And I really took my time and, and examined each one of those things to see where my insecurity was coming from. And a lot of that shit was uh, baggage that was left over from my first marriage. Mm-hmm. So just just really being honest with myself and not being afraid to talk about this shit, not being afraid to say, you know, I feel uh, neglected or I feel like, um, you, you know, we ain't spending enough time together. I feel like I'm finna get replaced. Like just mm. being able to be honest about those feelings and talk about it without acting on that insecurity. Because I think that's the difference between men. I mean, with men, you know, a lot of men like to say, oh, I don't get jealous. I don't get insecure. But that's the, that's that you're human. That's right. going to happen. But it's about what you do when you feel that shit is what defines how it what defines what kind of insecurities you got. Like if if in the beginning I would get upset and try to sabotage the things that she had going on. But as I, you know, went through therapy and me and her talked and learned how to communicate and all of that shit, I was just like, I'm not putting no more energy into that. Like mm-hmm. we have this, we have this uh, agreement and this understanding that says that she can go out here and make these meaningful connections with other people. And I don't necessarily have to like it, but I don't have, I can't control how she feels for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I understood that, when I understood I was putting too much energy into what she had going on and that was affecting us and it shouldn't have, I, I stopped, to be honest. Mm. So, Kier, have you ever dealt with insecurities or jealousy with Eddie's relationships? Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say that it was as... Um, I'm not going to say severe, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't to the extent that he was feeling it. You know what I mean? Um, I've, I've never really been a jealous type of person, you know, and the females that he's been in a relationship with or entertained or whatever, I've always had a pretty good relationship with them. So, you know, it's not like it was not, it's, it's, there's nothing to be, jealous of for me when I when there's honesty and there's communication you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. if, if I'm calling if they have my number I have their number we call and chit chat like we homegirls you know there's there's nothing for me to worry about and like I right. mentioned at the beginning you know I know that the things that I've seen him go through there nobody else has seen him go through that the things that he deals with on the daily because he's a war veteran and he's been diagnosed with PTSD. So, you know, for that's not something that just any female is going to be able to handle. Mm-hmm. So I know what I bring to the table. Nobody else can bring to the table. Um, but there are those moments when, you know, I he may have some something going on and I'm not dating anybody. And it's just kind of like, damn, like I don't have nothing going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and vice versa for him too. You know, those are natural feelings and natural reactions. Mm-hmm whenever your significant other has, uh, you know, another relationship and you don't. And right. like, like he said, it's all about how you deal with it and the, the feelings that you feel and how you act on those emotions when you're feeling them. Now, are either one of you dating anyone presently? No. 
Um, he's not. I don't know what to call mine. Um, and there's a couple young men that I'm talking to. It's nothing that I believe is going to go anywhere. We're just cool at the moment, so mm-hmm. they're they're not potential boyfriends. So, how do you bring it up to your spouse that you know there is someone potentially? that you could be in a relationship with or maybe you're interested in like do you tell them right away like here or Eddie maybe if you saw someone at the store that you was like oh damn they looking good <laughs> you know do you tell each other from that point or what how do you tell each other Kiara likes to slide them into the conversation like Kiara <laughs> will start talking about <laughs> talking about whoever it is that she's talking to like just bringing them up in random conversation. He says that that's I talk how, about him a lot. Yeah, that's how I know <laughs> that she's trying to get me to ask who the nigga is. So after like the fifth or sixth mention, that's when I ask. Like, okay, who who is this? Who is this that you're talking about and why should I care? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I tend to try to fill them out first like if I if I bring them up I mean of course I try to let him well not try of course I let him know if I'm hanging out with that person because it is a safety thing too mm-hmm. um, but if I have mentioned it to them to him then that means that I must kind of like them um, so I mean like it's just a normal conversation depending on the vibe that I'm feeling because some people aren't worth mentioning like there's some people that I've dated that he only knows them by nickname. He don't know what they look like, nothing, because it wasn't anything serious. They weren't important enough for me to really tell him about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some that I've talked about a lot. There's some that he's met. Um, you know, it, it just depends on how I'm feeling. I'm a very wishy-washy person with my, with my feelings sometimes, and mm-hmm. I tend to lose interest very quickly. So depending on how much I'm feeling you is how much information he'll get from me. Gotcha. Now, have y'all ever had a relationship and the person that you're in a relationship with feel as if they can take your spouse's position or th- that seems to be their aim or their end goal? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a relationship. I mean, you can usually kind of tell that from Jump Street and niggas are bold. So they will say it. I've had some that, that have said it to me before. And at that point, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm all the way turned off. Like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. So, you know, I had one that I just, I, I ain't even saved this nigga number on my phone. And what did he say? He was like, Something about you being intimidated? Yeah, some he made some comment about um him being cocky and he would I would be intimidated by his size. And I'm just like oh <laughs> shut the hell up. Like that was right. turn off. That was such and the and the crazy thing is when he sent it, like I screenshot it and I sent it to Eddie and we laughed about it. Like, a lot of these niggas that are that cocky, like, they don't know, they don't understand. Like, nigga, we make fun of you. Right. Like, (laughs) calm down. (laughs) We over here making fun of you and you thinking that you can take me from my husband, but my husband is over here laughing at you. Right. So, Eddie, have you ever had anyone that felt like they could become wifey or they could take your wife's spot? No. 
I, I think I make it incredibly plain from Jump Street that Kiera and my daughter are my priorities. They come first. They everything I drop, whatever I got going on to go to them, all of that shit. So ain't no ain't no confusion of who mm-hmm. got the number one. And um has there ever been like a relationship that one or the like you guys didn't get along with the partner Eddie maybe someone that she was dating you're like this is not the right person for you and vice versa Kara was it ever a female that he was dating that you're like I don't like this chick this ain't it yeah um we've never really been like that just like straight out the gate like uh-uh, you can't talk to her because I don't like her you know it's we don't get down like that. Um, but there was this one chick that he was dating and she, I felt like was saying some disrespectful stuff to him and I let it be known. Um, and, you know, same with him. There was this guy that I was dating and he started doing some kind of underhanded foul shit and Eddie felt like he was sneaky and he let it be mm-hmm. known. Like, you know, it, we don't really tolerate that. Well, we try not to tolerate that. And, you know, uh, we are best friends. And especially with this poly shit, like, we don't really, our friends don't really understand because all of our friends are mm-hmm. monogamous. Um, our close friends, anyway. But we do have poly friends, but we're not, like, hop on the phone and talk about everything with, with them kind of things. So we we really are all that we have to talk about this shit. So if a nigga hurt her feelings, I'm a no. Because mm-hmm. I'm a no because of her demeanor. Then I'm a no because she don't tell me. So you know what I'm saying? So that that's a different aspect of this poly shit is dealing with breakups and heartbreaks and all of this other shit because we've both felt that and we've both had to step up and support the other through a heart right so there so would you say there are times where you guys might cross into other people's relationships like eddie would you ever step to a nigga and check him because you felt like you know he was being disrespectful to your wife or you didn't appreciate the way he was treating her oh without a doubt I've never had to do it, but I I don't have an issue doing it. And have either either one of y'all had a relationship that you felt that was progressing too deeply? Like, is there a level of being too deep in a relationship? Um, No, I mean, we both, um, I guess looking back, I can't say we were in love. But we've definitely used that word with our partners. Um, So I don't, I think that for me, I don't think that there's a a such thing as being too deep. You know what I mean? Like if you feel some type of way about a person, like then that's how you feel. That's your heart. That's your emotions. Like that's your mind, body, and spirit. As long as, you know, he ain't talking about, oh, I'm finna up and leave and leave you high and dry, like, which I know that he never would, there's there's no such thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you love somebody, you love them. You can love them conditionally or unconditionally. And however that plays out, whatever vibe that you're feeling with that person, like he can't tell me how I feel about somebody else and I can't tell him how he feels about somebody else. That's that's between them. And if he's vibing with that person and she makes him happy, then, you know, that's what's up. Like, I want that for him. Gotcha. And do you guys... um do you ever have the conversation about your relationship? I know you guys, how old is your child, by the way? She's 12. Okay, so w- when the, your child is a little older, would you guys ever have that conversation about what type of relationship you guys have or have y'all already discussed that with her? Oh, yeah. She's known since she was like eight, nine. She's met a couple of our yeah. partners. Really? Yeah. Okay. So how how does she normally feel? Like, do she be giving the niggas like the side eye? Like, my daddy. My daughter is a lot like me. So if she if she ain't gonna fool with you, she ain't gonna speak yeah. to you. Like she'll be she'll be respectful, but as far as uh like her, it's it's all up to her. And we don't we don't force anybody on on her, and like now we definitely don't let her meet anybody that we don't feel like is gonna be around. So like if we if we just start talking to somebody, we don't they don't come around her at all. Like I don't even introduce them to Kiara mm-hmm. unless it's been a while, unless I really feel like this is going somewhere. Then I'll introduce them to her to Kiara. But shit, it may take a minute before you meet Kaylin. Gotcha. So, I mean, but she was she, like the last girl that Eddie was dating. Like her and the girl, I think that they have each other's phone they number. Yeah, they used to play iMessage games. Yeah, they had a cool relationship. And then the last guy that I was dating, um, like we had little inside jokes and stuff like that. And like everybody, you know, she she's usually pretty open to meeting our, you know, significant mm-hmm. others. So how does it impact her when relation these relationships end and she has a relationship with these people? That's a good question. Um, she, like he was saying, you know, Kaylin's a lot like Kim. Like she's a very out of sight, out of mind type mm-hmm. of child. So whenever she's met our partners and things don't work out, like she may ask about them. Um, like the last guy I was dating, I told her that we weren't together, that we had broke up and that was that. Like she didn't say anything else about him. Um, I don't know how she was with with his ex girlfriend. I think she may have said something once or twice, but that was it. Yeah, she handles it pretty well. And you yeah. know, like he said, we try not to bring you know, these other people around if we don't feel like it's going to go anywhere or we feel like she's not going to mesh well with that other person. Yeah, I, hell, I don't even uh kids unless I know that we're going to be around because uh, even though I don't like kids, other people's kids, <laughs> I got to stop spotting yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, unless they bad kids, then I don't really don't want to be around. Uh. But yeah, I don't even, I don't meet other folks' kids, and I damn sure don't let nobody meet mine unless I know that she's going to be around. 
and even if she's not around in a romantic capacity, you know, I don't I don't ever go into getting to know someone with the intentions of making them my girlfriend. Like I want to get to know you and see where the energy is going to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say I don't go into uh, I don't have expectations when I'm getting to know someone. Like it's just it's just wherever wherever it leads is where it goes. Like I'm not gonna get mad that we end up being friends. I'm not gonna be on social media talking about oh shit she friends on me. But nah, I ain't got no time yeah. for that shit. Like my intentions are genuine. If I say I want to get to know you, then I want to get to know you, and I may find out you cool to kick it with, and you like classical music and want to go to the orchestra with me because Kiara don't. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to go to the orchestra with me, cool. I got a homie I can call. Yo, it's tickets to the orchestra. You want to go? Right. And I and I can say I can tell Kiera I'm going to the orchestra. She she probably gonna be like, cool. I ain't gotta go. <laughs> Have a good time. So when it comes to these the other relationships, do you tell these people right away? Like you know, by the way, I am married. And do they ever feel like you're lying? When you say like my partner knows what I'm doing, oh, that's a good question for Eddie. I mean, for me, it's my my issue with. I mean, I definitely let people know um, upfront that I am married, and I explain to them how we define our poly because sometimes, especially with dudes, they think that they have their own definition of what they think poly is. And a lot of times they think that it's just about mm-hmm. fucking. So whenever I meet somebody, I go ahead and let them know what the definition of poly is and how we define our poly. Now for Eddie, I know it's a whole nother story for him. Because they always think he's lying. Always. I even had, I even, I was telling here about a conversation I was having with a chick when the chick sent a screenshot of the conversation I was having with her to Kiera while I was talking to Kiera about the conversation. <laughs> and it wasn't even like, it was no, it wasn't no freaky shit. It wasn't no sex. It wasn't nothing. It was the basic getting to know you type conversation, like trying to get a feel for how she thinks and all of that shit. And then she did that. And I was just like, dog, I told you the truth. Like shit, I sent you links to my YouTube channel. <laughs> like, what, what, what more proof do you need? She's sitting right next to me. We having a conversation about this shit that I'm telling you is is going on. Right, <laughs> that's funny. And um, what do you have to say to individuals that have negative things to say about the polyamorous lifestyle? You ain't gotta support it, but you will respect it. Yeah. It's it's really that simple. You know, we understand that I think in the beginning we used to feel attacked whenever people would try to question us or, you know, tell us about our relationship, but now we don't even have those conversations with people because you can't you can't try to tell me what I feel isn't real or it's not important. And I think that we have a very good understanding. Like, it's, it's, we have no issue telling people, like, do what works mm-hmm. best for you. Like, we know and we understand, you know, having multiple partners or being poly is not for everybody. And we respect that. 
but the same respect that we give is the same respect that we require in return. Right. Exactly. I couldn't have put that better. Thank you. Look at me being all smart. Another thing I was wondering, like, have you all ever had a relationship that impacted your mood with your marriage partner? Like, maybe your relationship they was irking you that day and you come home and take it out on your spouse not intentionally but you know sometimes it happens have that has does that happen with you all and how do you handle it it's happened once that i can recall which time are you talking about you know which time i'm talking about no i don't so I to your very first boyfriend Oh, yeah, that nigga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know which time I was talking about. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure. I mean, there was another why. time? I mean, I may have had an attitude. You probably just didn't, couldn't tell or didn't know. Or Oh, know. I'm sure, but it wasn't nothing that impacted us. The oh, way no. That that did. no. No, no, no. You having a little attitude. I can look this. No, well, that's nice <laughs> enough. I do. Every day. I don't have an attitude every day. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, my first poly boyfriend, um, he broke my heart. Um, how did he break your yeah, heart? Yeah, he, he did. Oh, God, how much time do we have? <laughs> Look, we're on the so we can talk. I have time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so long story short, um, he so he and his wife were poly, are poly, whatever, and he's so he's married. Um, his wife was dating a female, and then he and I were dating. And it was always you know He would always tell me, you know, it was never a triad situation. Um, he was never, you know, messing around with his wife's girlfriend or anything like that. So he, I think Eddie and his girlfriend at the time, the girl that he was dating had given him her password to her Instagram for whatever reason. I think just like a, I don't know why she did it. I don't know why she did it. But she just basically volunteered that information. Just to prove a point, basically. Mm-hmm. I guess. So I was talking to the dude that I was dating at the time, and I was like, what's your Instagram password? I had no intentions on really going through it. I don't even go through any shit. Like, mm-hmm. there's no point. And he kind of told on himself, and he was like, well... I don't think that you would like the things that you um, read in my DMs. And so I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) So he starts telling on himself and yada, yada, yada. So I told him, I was like, well, I think that we need to just kind of take a break for a second because I need to make sure that what I want out of this poly relationship is the same thing that you want. Like, I need to make sure that we are on the same on the same page. So he took it as me totally breaking things off with him. I wasn't going to talk to him anymore. He was all upset and emotional and all types of shit. Um, so he and so that week that that happened, he, his wife, and his wife's girlfriend were going to New York for the for the girlfriend's birthday. So the whole time he was there, he didn't talk to me. Um, wasn't you know responding to my text messages. Nothing. He was just being very cold. So. He so then like the last day that they were there, he sends me a text message and he's like, "I want to be in a relationship with 
my wife and whatever the girlfriend's name was at the time. And he was like, but I still want you in my life. And then there was this other chick in, I think, Maryland or somewhere, Virginia. He wanted her too. And I was just like, nah, bro, like you are doing way too much. Like I'm not going to be a part of your little, you know, trophy girlfriends or whatever it is that you're trying to have going on. Um, and he was just very disrespectful with it. Like he went and told information to the girlfriend that I had told him in, you know, mm-hmm. secrecy. Um, and she had posted all of the stuff on, on our YouTube page. Okay. Um, yeah. was like sending me messages, like upset with me for whatever reason. Um, then he was like, you, he was like, if you don't take those videos down, off YouTube, um, I'm gonna take you to court for defamation of character, and I'm gonna send Eddie these these nudes that you sent me. Like he was just doing the absolute most, and I'm just like, wow, bro, <laughs> he just did the absolute most, and yeah, yeah, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot. It was it was a lot, and and it's so funny because he actually just sent me an email a few weeks ago, out the blue. So that nigga is a little <laughs> off his rocker, but that was definitely you know even though it was a lot, it was still my first poly boyfriend, and it was still my first breakup, and so it definitely it hurt a lot, and you know. Eddie definitely felt some type of way about it because he's like, you know, damn, I want to fuck mm-hmm. this nigga up for doing this extra shit, but there was nothing that he could do. So, Eddie, how did you help her through that breakup? I had to be her friend and not her husband. Like, there was a time where I was asking her, do you want, do you want to, she would, she would ask me to talk and I say, you want to talk to your husband or, or you want to talk to your friend? And so, whichever one she chose, I had to turn the other one off. Mm. So that was that was hard, especially in that situation, because I'm a uh, I'm yeah. a hothead. So I was ready yeah. to ride. You know, I was I was really ready to ride, but I had to be there for her. I had to help her through that. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Yeah. That was so tough, and that did not help my insecurities at all. So helping her through that breakup and hearing her crying over another nigga, and I'm I gotta be strong for her through this shit. And at the same time, I'm ready to ride and go and get this nigga, and dealing with the fact that my wife is heartbroken over yeah. another nigga. So do you guys ever discuss like your sex? Like do you maybe come home from a good night of sex and be like, ooh, do y'all talk about that stuff? Kiara asks. I don't ask. Mm-hmm. I love to hear those stories. Kiara wants to know. <laughs> All right, so is that a turn on for you, Kiara? It okay. is. And Eddie, you just like it definitely you don't want to I don't want to know the details. I mean, it ain't nothing. It ain't ever anything magical because I always got to finish it off when I get there. (laughs) So it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing worth talking about because when she get back to me, I got to get her home. (laughs) home. (laughs) So, Kira, it sounds like maybe you haven't 
quite met anyone that you were sexually compatible with yet? Um, it's very difficult to to get there because you know, with Eddie, like he knows my body. I don't have to coach him. You know what I'm saying? I know what he's mm-hmm. working with. Like when you deal with somebody new and you decide to be intimate with them, like I'm not down. I'm I'm I don't want dick pics. I don't want that. I don't want you to try to tell me how marvelous you think that you are. So it's like whenever you decide to be intimate with somebody and it's like, fuck. Like, God damn. Like, now what do I do? Like, I like the energy that we have. Like, we have fun together, but the fucking sex is whack. Like, (laughs) I think that I can count on one hand how many dudes have made me, have been able to make me come outside of Eddie. Wow. That's a terrible record. (laughs) It really is. So, Ed, you obviously, when it comes, have you had any relationships where you're like, oh, God, the sex is whack? Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And I yes. think it's hilarious. Yes. That's yes. awesome that you guys can even just have that conversation and that openness about the sexual part so with you guys are there any deal breakers within your marriage like is there something that Eddie could do that you're like oh nah like that's not cool or is there anything that Kiara could do where you're like nah like that's a deal total deal breaker for me I think the only thing she could do is is get pregnant by somebody else Mm-hmm. That would really be the only thing. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing here for you that would be a deal breaker. Uh, no, not really. I mean, unless he got somebody pregnant, like that's that's really it. Like that's something that you know. I don't. I don't like saying this, um, but that's something that we haven't shared together. Um. You know, Eddie, our our daughter is technically his stepchild. Okay. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like saying that. I don't like admitting that. I don't like, you know, because that's all that she oh, knows. Well, that's her, that's she's her twelve, <laughs> and right, she's twelve, and Eddie's been in her life since she was three. That's all she knows. Like she has his oh, last name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So I, I understand. You know that like, I don't like when people ask that question. That's no, you know, nothing to you, but it's always hard to try to explain that because we have to. Because people are like, well, if y'all are having sex with other people, you can get per- you can get that other person pregnant. Yeah, in a normal situation, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, after nine years, we haven't had any mm-hmm. success, so that's not something that would work for us. Absolutely. So, obviously with that being the deal breaker how do you guys protect like obviously is it always a rule to use protection in your outside relationships absolutely um but you know like I said if you can read between the lines it's been nine years we haven't had any Mm -hmm. success so you know being with somebody else probably isn't going you know there's probably not going to be any pregnancies, but you never right. know. 
But that is something that we we are very cautious about because you don't know what other people are doing outside mm-hmm. of us. You know what I mean? Um, and anything can happen. So we right. are cautious, you know, you know, STDs, unplanned pregnancies, you know, yeast whatever, whatever the case may be. Anything so, can happen. Absolutely. So how often do you all get tested? How often do you expect your partners to get tested? Um, I, I, whenever I have a sexual conversation with a woman I'm talking to and first time she says something about wanting to fuck me, that's when I have the conversation <laughs> about, uh, getting tested. That's, that's the, like, before any sex is had, I know what the mm-hmm. status is. Um, I think. I, I get tested so much, I actually had to cuss my doctor out about it because he was all in my business. And that was unnecessary. Like, bro, I'm just trying to make sure my health is good. Damn, who I'm fucking. Like, I just want to make sure I'm good. Absolutely. So I usually get tested quarterly. Mm-hmm. I think I've only been tested twice mm-hmm. this year. And we was just saying something about needing to be tested again. So I'm probably going to be making an appointment to get tested. That's awesome. I think that's great that you guys are, you know, responsible as far as that aspect. But this has been an amazing interview. I've learned a lot. Um, I appreciate that you guys actually took the time out to take this interview and to educate me and help to educate others on the, you know, one one type of poly relationship I'm hoping to be able to interview others that have different types so that you know people can be educated and I also like there was a conversation that came up with a guy named uh, Reason from TDE where he was saying that women should be thankful to their should give their men credit that they're being faithful to them and you know to him I was like well maybe you're not ready for monogamy if you need somebody to give you a cookie for not cheating. So I want right. people right. to know that you know, monogamy what? is not the only option. Like maybe, you know, if you are a man who feels like you cannot be with one woman, there's other options out there for you. Um, there's mm-hmm. women that would be interested in the poly lifestyle. So I just want to let people know like there's other lifestyles out there other than what we've seen our parents have or you know so that's awesome and it's so much and it's so much safer to just be honest about what it is that you want like you know that that side that side piece culture is like really glorified and I don't understand why (laughs) like I could tell I could tell somebody that my wife knows that I have a girlfriend and they'll look at me sideways. But if I say I'm I got a side chick and my wife don't know, I'm getting yeah, you're the man. Up. Like what's the what's the that's backwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's backwards as fuck. If anything, you should be like, damn dog, your wife know? Right. No? Is she cool with it? Like that's that's when I should be getting dapped up, not the other way around. That's foolish. Yeah. And you playing with folks' emotions and shit. Like, I love cheaters. Mm. I love the oh, show cheaters for that reason. 
for that reason right there, like you dumb fuck. You could have just been right. honest and avoided all of this shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, it, it takes a certain level of intelligence to be honest about how you want to love and how you want to be loved. And I think a lot of men, and I can only speak for black men when I say this, because I've only known black men who have done this, that they, when we try to be honest, sometimes our honesty is used against Mm -hmm. us. So a lot of times we don't come straight out and say what we want. Like we may hint at the shit, and not really come straight out. But I, I know that with my wife, and I can, again, I can only speak for myself. I know with my wife and how understanding she is and how it's just been easier to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with him, you know, he's been on both sides, you know, with his ex-wife, he couldn't even be like, you know, damn, she got a fat ass. <laughs> or damn, she's cute. Right. <laughs> I couldn't even say that shit without getting jumped on for that. So how else would I be able to say, yo, gay, I, I want to date other mm-hmm. people? Like, you know what I'm saying? If I can't even compliment a woman on her looks, how am I supposed to be honest about what it is that I really want? And instead of losing a good thing, because that's what a lot of it is, is we know that the one, the women that we are with are good. A lot of us just don't know how mm-hmm. to be honest. So, with this episode, it maybe it might open someone's eyes as to like, wow, I think I should be in a poly relationship. Like, what advice would you give someone to bring that up to their partner to, you know, maybe for that to become their lifestyle? Um, For me, like, we always say so Eddie loves when I say we are here to educate and not convince yeah, like, like <laughs> that's the realest shit honestly like we are here to educate you on what being poly is um, how we define our poly the different types of poly um, you know and if there's a question that we can't answer we have no issue directing you to somebody mm-hmm. that can you know, we can't give somebody advice on how to be in a closed triad relationship because we're mm-hmm. not in one, but we know someone who is, you know what I mean? Um, so if you, if you feel like this is something that, that you would be, that would benefit you um, or your relationship, educate yourself before you start trying to force this on somebody or before you start trying to educate somebody else, properly educate yourself, ask questions um and educate your partner don't try to convince them because when you try to convince somebody to do something they don't want to do it's not going to work out very well and i really think the biggest part of the whole thing once you just once you even come up with the idea of wanting to be poly ask yourself why and be honest about that why is it do you just want to be poly because you just got caught Mm -hmm. cheating Mm -hmm. or do you want to be poly because you understand that love is energy and it can't be boxed in and all of that shit or do you want to be poly just to be out here fucking Mm -hmm. like be honest about your intentions with it because this shit this shit is is a beautiful thing when it's done right right yeah so now i just want to give you guys 
a time to shout out your social medias, um, websites. Oh, go ahead, baby. Um, mine is a Mrs. Ruff, and that's a y e underscore Miss M R S period Ruff R U F F. Tell her, tell her how you told me to remember that shit. That feels fly. It, no. Yeah, you'll say that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, mine is from nothing to king, and you take all the vowels out, mm-hmm. and it's the number two, and then king is spelled out. Um, That's so complicated. So it's F R M N T H N G N G. The number two. two. King. K-I-N-G. Right. Take all the vowels out. It's so long. The number two and king. Wow. wow. <laughs> we just went through this whole underscore period thing. What I ain't do mean? none of that. <laughs> anyway, our uh our Instagram page is Rough Talk 247. That is the same for of YouTube. Uh, YouTube and Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you type in youtube.com slash rough talk two four seven. Um, and on our Instagram page, you can find links to our podcast, or you can just look us up, Rough Talk, on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that shit. We are everywhere that you can hear podcasts at. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got merch coming soon. I make, want to make sure I plug that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have shirts and all of that shit coming soon, because we always saying some funny shit that would look good on a t-shirt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Um, and we are going to start doing poly relationship coaching uh, 2021 or advice next year. Uh, so we got a lot in the works right All now. All right. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Um, and I'll definitely plug you guys on my IG. Um, and again, I appreciate it. This has been very insightful. I've learned a lot and I appreciate your time. Y'all have a good night and thank y'all everyone for listening. And I hope you learned something from this episode. Thank you. Bye thank guys. You.